Welcome to Shore Solutions, the podcast. I'm one of the hosts, Mara Shore. I'm a partner in the medical practice management company, Yes, Shore Solutions. Who's the other host, you may ask? Easy answer. That would be my father, our founding partner, Jay Shore. Together, we now have an amazing team and clients across the country. Listen as we chat, converse, strategize, and commiserate over life in the aesthetic medical industry. It's time for you to listen, learn, and be inspired as we help you kickstart your practice because who doesn't want a little more help? Welcome to Shore Solutions, the podcast. And welcome back to another episode of Shore Solutions, the podcast. We are your co-hosts. I am Mara Shore, one of the partners here at your favorite practice management consulting company in the aesthetic and cosmetic industry. I am Mara Shore, and I am here with not only our co-founder of Shore Solutions and Shore Solutions, the podcast, but also my father, my pops, Jay Shore. So we are here today and we're going to go ahead and get started with a topic we are getting this question jay and yes in the professional setting i call you jay having breakfast and coffee together if it's just you and i or amongst family obviously your dad <laughs> i actually like that a whole lot more being yes yeah i know <laughs> me too me too so and anyone that's ever worked with a family member they understand the uh, the dynamic but with with that we're getting this question a lot um, right now because it's summer, quite honestly. And as people are planning their summer vacations, they're in the midst of planning summer vacations. We also get this question a lot around spring break. We get this question a lot around Christmas and Hanukkah and all of the, the winter holidays as well. So let's get started and talk about, and we, we could certainly break this up because I'm sure there's a lot of questions. Can I say no when an employee asks me, about PTO. And Jay, for the sake of the conversation, we can certainly, if you want, break it up into whether they are an employee or an independent contractor. But let's get into, can I say no to PTO? Somebody asks. Okay. Well, in our world, I always believe in the education side is define what acronyms are. Define what three letters are. Define what four letters are, because whether it's in drugs, whether it's in operations, administration, there's always these three letter words and PTO. And you won't hear us using a lot of four letter words, by the way, we're more, we're more three letter word kind of people. I'm more of a three letter word kind of guy. That's, <laughs> that, that, that's a fact. But yeah. PTO is uh, commonly known as paid time off. Now, here is the very interesting thing about paid time off, because paid time off can be broken up into two segments, a benefit that is earned or a quasi-benefit that is mandated. So what do I mean by that? Well, in many states, Florida, Texas, for example, there are no physical and legal requirements for paid time off. It is a practice decision. Meaning Unlike, that there's no, Jamie, you, and by that you mean that the state doesn't tell you or doesn't tell a company how much time off they need to give their employees, right? That's what you mean by that. That is, that is correct. Unlike okay. Arizona, mm-hmm. that bifurcates a mandated PTO with under a certain amount of employees and even more for over a certain amount of employees. And I never to this day understand 
why that is. I don't understand why the more employees you have in your practice, the more PTO you have to give somebody. It just doesn't physically make sense to me, but I don't make the rules. I just follow them. All right. Now, California has their own with a minimum three days of PTO, and I don't want to get into individual states, all right, and commonwealths. Now, there is earned PTO, and I, I, I love the earned PTO, and I don't think it's a bad idea to have minimum mandates. I just don't like bifurcation of X amount of employees you give more or less. But I like because people are entitled to time off all right, in this day and age, in this world. But I don't believe in having the separation of sick time, vacation time. Um, I just want a day off. I believe to make it all inclusive. So if, for example, in the state of California, if you give more than the minimum mandates, then you are within compliance, for example. So if I say I want to give you one hour for every 26 hours that you work, you know, to give you two weeks off in a year, which is 10 days at a 40 hour a week employee, all right, 20, 80 uh, hours in a year. How do I come up with that? 40 hours times 52 weeks is 2080. And if I want to give you, duh, and if I want to give you 10 days off or two weeks, I divide that by 2080 by the the 10 or the um, 80 hours, and it will come up with a formula, all right? Whether it's one for every 26, one for every 13, whatever it was. So as long as you exceed the minimum mandates by the state, you're covered. I like sick, vacation, and um, PTO all to be rolled up into one non-inclusive of paid holiday. Correct. And, um, you know, and we also separate out, obviously, things like jury duty, uh, you know, those grievance, um, things like that, right, that are that are a little bit separate and that they, they're things that you may or may not end up using. But we say that part of the reason for that, that we believe in as long as the state allows breaking and or not breaking up, but rolling everything into one is Truly, it doesn't make sense if you run out of vacation and then you have your sick, you should be able to take that time if, if your time is best spent for you personally and for your family personally as, you know, on, on vacation. It also, quite honestly, really curves the, you know, well, I had a vacation, I ran out of vacation time, but I do have sick time and <clears throat> I'm, I'm calling in Monday morning and I'm sick. Oh, by the way, I'm at a cruise port. Oops. So when you could have planned for that ahead of time within your company and within your practice. So it just helps for planning ahead purposes. So with that, one thing, Jay, that we always recommend is that during peak um, peak periods, so whether that are, you know, if you have brick and mortar locations, obviously, like a med spa or a medical practice does, they have brick and mortar locations. And so that means that everybody is in the same geographic area. Kids are likely all in the same school zone. And so breaks are probably taken at similar times, right? Spring break is the same time for everybody. Um, You know, Christmas break or winter break, holiday break is going to be the same for, for everybody's kiddos, most likely. And so 
we always recommend in your employee handbook stating how far in advance that a team member needs to give that notice so that you aren't stuck December 15th having everybody ask off for December 18th, for instance, and a week off December 18th, because you knew that that break was coming. So that is going to help juggle what those schedules look like. And it's going to help planning ahead. It's going to take the the stress off of that planning ahead, quite honestly. And you can really make that much more effectively. So I think that is one component. Um, it does not mean that things won't come up and, and people get sick. There have been several periods in the past few years where every single business has seen as waves of COVID-19 have come on through and they have taken out entire practices. You can't you can't always help that, right? So if everybody is, is, is sick all of a sudden, so that's not necessarily something that we're saying that could be helpful. Yes, we are going to take a slight break, a slight intermission, because what kind of business would we be if we didn't tell you about our own services? I want to take a minute and talk to you about the Converging Cascade course and all that it has to offer. We want you to be trained to acquire loyal patients and boost your revenue in your aesthetic practice. Now, with our Conversion Cascade online course, you and your team will be able to master two key things important to growing your aesthetic practice and becoming successful, acquiring patients and retaining new patients. So let's talk about a couple of things as a step-by-step sales funnel training. The course is designed specifically to help you and your team attract more patients, convert more calls to consults, convert consults to treatments and procedures, and to keep your patients coming back for more. Not only will our Conversion Cascade course help to strengthen and develop your team's phone and sales skills in order to acquire, convert, and retain loyal patients, it will serve as a valuable onboarding training tool for every new team member that joins your practice. Yes, every new team member that joins your practice. Plus, in the course, you will receive downloadable marketing checklists, phone scripts, conversion tracking tools, and more. So sign up for the course to get started on increasing your revenue and acquiring and retaining new and existing patients. Yes, how to acquire and how to keep them coming back for more. It only takes approximately four hours to complete. You can finish it at your own pace and you'll have lifetime access. Yes, that is for the lifetime of the course. And a special thank you for being our podcast listener. We'll give you 20% off. Yes, 20% off. Just enter the discount code podcast. Yes, podcast to start saving now. So click on the link in our show notes to sign up for the Conversion Cascade online course and start acquiring more patients now. So Jay, though, from your incredible wisdom and incredible guidance, can you share, is is an employer allowed, and, and I'd like you to give one answer for an independent contractor, and another answer for an employee, because I want people to understand if they are different answers or if they are not different answers. If somebody comes and says, this is the time off that they need, and they don't necessarily, we're not gonna differentiate between them telling the employer that they're taking off or asking the employer if they can take off. We're not gonna 
going to mess with that scripting. But if somebody says, this is the, this is the time off I need, can an employer say, no, you are not allowed to have off. And what does that conversation look like? Take it away, Jay. Well, if you say no, the conversation isn't going to look pretty. Let's put it that way. But let me try to differentiate between the two that you brought up between an employee and an independent contractor. An independent contractor has no rights in the business. They have no sick time. They have no vacation time. They're an independent, they are an independent contractor. Whether it is an LLC or a corporation that is your independent contractor, even though it might be an individual, the individual might be acting as the LLC or corporation, and that is the entity that you are paying. Therefore, an independent contractor has no rights and obligations to PTO. They're not earned. There's not even through governance in any state or commonwealth. Now, let's get to the employee. Can I say no? The answer is yes, I can. If you have your employee handbook that you are requesting a minimum of two weeks or four weeks notification so that it doesn't interfere with your schedule. Now, I don't delineate between the position of the employee because everybody that knows me knows that I happen to feel that your front desk receptionists, which I don't even refer to as a front desk receptionist, they are your directors of first impressions, are equally as important as any and every team member in my office. So naturally, I don't want to have in a larger practice, and I have three or four directors of first impressions, I don't want two or three of them taking off at the same time because I'm not going to effectively be able to handle check in, check out. Nor do I want my nursing staff, let's put it to the surgical side for a second, and then we'll come back to the non-surgical side. If I have a surgical tech and I have a nurse in the OR, either as a scrub, an SFA, or a circulating nurse, and then I have a recovery, and then I have a pre-op, I mean, many times you may have your pre-op nurse, also be your circulating nurse, also be your PACU post-op nurse in a smaller facility, all right? Or you may have multiple nurses. So you can't have them asking off on a schedule that you are totally booked, all right? And, and Jay, to look at what the equivalent of that looks like in a non-surgical practice, it could be that your esthetician is also your medical assistant, it could, I mean, like we look at, it's the, it's not exclusive to surgical practices when you have one person that is covering multiple positions, of course. So continue on. I just wanted to. Yeah, to it makes it more difficult, but in like, in my former practice, it was, it made it a lot easier. I had three or four estheticians and I had seven MAs. Every esthetician was also an MA, but not every MA was an esthetician because my estheticians were licensed. All right. They could also act as MAs, but my MAs were not licensed as estheticians. And therefore, you know, I don't want to get into the legal governance of what they could what services they could perform. However, I do want to get into it can create a hardship to the office. And that's the word that I really want to use, a hardship to the office. I never like to say no to anybody, but I had a very large staff, so I could cover it. All right. When you have a small practice and you only have three or four people and two of them want to take off, it creates a hardship. Now, 
let's be fair for a second. You are a smaller practice, mid-sized practice, mid-sized practice and it is the holiday. It is spring break. It is the Hanukkah Christmas holiday break, all right, at the end of the year. Now, we've got to be fair, all right, that these people, even in our office, our, our staff, we have children, all right? We have three women who have children, and they're elementary school, up through junior middle school, high school, and, you know, they're all going to take off, and it's unfair. So let's say I would say try to stagger them, or even as an employer, how about if we try to be fair to our staff and maybe modify our schedules a little bit as the employer? Now, I know on the other end, people are going to say to me, Jay, but that's my money. I understand. What you don't want is your staff just calling in sick or saying, if I can't have it, because I've known people that have said, if I can't have the time off, I quit. And, and I don't will, want that to happen. Correct. And I will say that in today's job market, the, the flexibility and while the majority of positions in a medical spa, in a cosmetic or plastic surgery practice, or whether we're talking surgical, non-surgical, the majority of your positions are not able to work from home. Your injector, quite honestly, cannot work from home five days a week and bring in that income, right? They have to be in person. Um, if you've managed to come up with a way that injectors can inject from, you know, remotely, let me know. But Okay, so I'm going to stop that conversation in French, tout sweet. <laughs> um, you know, I order in Spanish and English right now. Because if you have injectors injecting from home. Oh, and I didn't mean injectors injecting from home. I mean, where they can work from home and the patient can be in the office. I'm okay. Telling you what, no, no, that, no. That, that's a whole other lecture, home. a whole other webinar. <laughs> no, nobody's working from home. Sorry okay. to everybody. I want everybody to be clear. With that, though, because the majority of physicians are not able to work from home, then that the flexibility needs to look differently and how we are and how we accommodate needs to look differently than than an agency that's able to have people working from home so the flexibility um are those staggered schedules during the day during peak times are there you know are we looking at having somebody come in to assist um from from outside i will say if you have a strong work environment planning ahead of time, number one, so you know who's who's going to be out and have those team meetings. Who's going to be out? What does cross coverage look like? Um, and are, your are some team members willing to cross cover for others? Because I will tell you, I see again and again here within our own company and people that anyone has heard me speak knows how proud I am of our culture here at Shore Solutions. And time and time again, they're willing to step up and cross cover for each other when something comes up with one team member or another. So I think that's something that is is always an option. Um, Jay, as we, we wrap up this glorious episode due to time within the last 30 seconds. I don't want to go. I don't want to leave. <laughs> I know, I know. And and for those of you, well, nobody would know, but I, I even texted Jay this morning to confirm the podcast episode. And I even said, it's just a fun way for us to kick off our morning. Quite honestly, I like being able to just <laughs> talk about this. It's we're, we're geeky like that. What can we say? Is there anything else, Jay, that you would want to add in the last 15 seconds of the podcast episode? There certainly is. Don't be cheap. 
Don't be thrifty. Allow your staff to earn PTO. I don't believe in giving people anything. I, I want them to all earn it. It's appreciated sure. much more. And even in those states and commonwealths that don't have mandated PTO, I believe it is those practices like yours, like ours, like mine was, that give above and beyond what others don't want to give. Your employees will appreciate it a lot more and not want to stick you into a bind by being appreciative of what you offer them. They're my key words of wisdom because it has never, ever failed me. And with that, Jay, thank you for all the wisdom that you impart, not just to the podcast, but to all of our clients, because we're, we're, we get questions like this truly to our listeners. We get questions like this all day, every day. And so to be able to answer these and, and give you the answers to the questions that we hear again and again, all day, every day is really, truly the goal of the podcast is education. So, and Jay loves to teach. So with that, everybody, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Shore Solutions, the podcast. We are so glad to have had you back. And for any other questions, you know where to find us. Have a great day, all, and thank you for another episode. So acquiring, converting, and retaining new loyal patients is easier than you think. It requires you mastering the sales funnel in your aesthetic practice. How is it that easy, you ask? Well, it's easy because we teach you step-by-step in our Conversion Cascade online course, a fun and results-driven course that you and your team can finish in less than five hours. Yes, less than five hours because we know y'all are busy. We provide you six training videos that walk you through attracting new patients, converting calls to consults, consults to treatments, and keeping your patients coming back for more. All of this while learning how to talk to your patients about additional treatments and procedures to achieve their dream results and, bonus, boost your revenue and have them singing your praises to others. With our course, you also get tangible tools to help you succeed, such as downloadable marketing checklists, phone scripts, conversion tracking spreadsheets, and more, all of which are completely customizable and editable for you and your practice and your team. Get started and sign up for our Conversion Cascade online course today. And as a special thank you for being a podcast listener, we're giving you 10% off. Yes, 10% off. Just enter the discount code podcast. Yes, the word podcast to start saving. Click the link in our show notes to get started now, increase revenue, and acquire more patients for your practice today. That wraps up today's episode of Shore Solutions, the podcast. If we mentioned any quote links in our show notes, be sure to check them out for the easiest way to discover your best solutions. You can find them, yep, in our show notes. We love your help in spreading the word about our podcast. How? Rate us and share this episode with your friends, colleagues, and the rest of your team. Remember to follow us on social media at Shore Solutions and send us a message directly with your burning questions. We love hearing from you. 
Plus, sign up for our e-newsletter to be the first to find out about our upcoming webinars, the latest tips on running your practice more efficiently, dealing with the issues with drama and money in your practice, and watch the latest videos and blog posts in your inbox right in real time. Now's the time to join at www.shoresolutions.com and click on the e-newsletter button in the top right-hand corner. We'll see you next time. And remember, subscribe to this podcast and leave us a review.